Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us, shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for this great King, this Messiah, Jesus Oh, his word is very clear. He says, therefore, the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel and the trumpet of God, a shofar blast. The dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we always be with the Lord. Oh, I'm looking for that day. Are you? My name is Dove Schwartz. I'm here in northern Israel proclaiming King Jesus is coming Get ready, be ready, just like he reminds us and commands us in the book of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and other places in the Bible. When something is repeated in the Bible, take heed, listen, really make adjustments, because these things are very important. Well, I'm going to lead us in a word of prayer, and I'm going to talk with you today about something that's very important that's taking place in Israel this week. So... Uh, Let's have a word of prayer and we'll get started. Oh, Holy Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your love. Oh, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name, please bless this program today and bless all of our listeners and bless your people, Israel, and bless your city, Jerusalem. Oh, your word says to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. Oh, we want to prosper in your kingdom. And we we love Jerusalem. And for anyone who's listening who doesn't love Jerusalem, may we be reminded that it is the city of the great king. Oh, bless us now, Lord. Amen. Well, uh, a special, special uh, week here in Israel. Uh, There is a holiday that's coming up. uh, And um, it's actually this year, May 12, May 12 this year, uh, Israel with these holidays operates on a lunar calendar. That's why the date can be a little different every year. So this year it's May 12. So I'm going to read a verse of scripture that speaks of this day in the Bible, Isaiah 66 verse eight, who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such a, who, who has seen such things? Shall the earth be made to give birth in one day or shall a nation be born at once? I'll read it again. Who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such things? Shall the earth be made to give birth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion was in labor, she gave birth to her children. Well, think of this. The prophet asks, Can the nation of Israel, Zion, be born in one day? Amazing. Uh, so we, we know this, that after the Holocaust, the Jewish people began to flood into what was called Palestine. Then, uh, the British, uh, the British mandate in that the British, uh, empire, uh, the British government was, uh, ruling over that part of the Middle East per the per the British mandate uh, made after World War I. And so they were blockading 
Palestine. They were trying to keep the returning Jews from doing so. They had been doing that for many years and actually sending the Jews back to the ovens in Nazi-held Europe. And so after the time of the Nazis, after World War II, they tried to keep the Jews from migrating to what was called Palestine. Um, That's because of other countries, the Arab countries, that hated the Jewish people's return. Now, we're talking nations like Jordan, Egypt, Lebanon, uh, and also there were uh, militias that were rising up uh, under Islam and under some of these governments. Uh, One of them was the PLO, which is now called the PA, or Palestinian Authority. So, uh, as the Lord was bringing the Jewish people back from the nations, he says all through his word, I'll bring them back from the north, the south, the east, and the west. These countries uh, tried to resist the Jews coming back. Uh, For uh, just information purposes, people talk today about the West Bank, and the West Bank belongs to the Palestinians, and, and Gaza, Gaza belongs to the Palestinians. Really? Well, when did they ever own it? When did they ever own it? What do you mean? Well, Jordan had possession of that area called the West Bank at that time. Jordan did. And Egypt had possession of what was called Gaza then. The Palestinians did not. Now, that's, that's a lie. That's a fabrication. And one of the reasons that there are so many lies that are believed today by the masses in the world is the Nazis' propaganda arm and its leadership taught these militant groups that were rising up in the Middle East, and they were working under a man named here in the Middle East named Hajimin al-Husseini. They were teaching Hajimin al-Husseini, his militants, and others in these militant groups that if you tell a lie that's big enough, often enough, people will accept it as the truth. That was a Nazi propaganda philosophy. And so uh, this nonsense about the West Bank being owned by the Palestinians, well, if it was owned by them and, and you have to create a state, obviously, or there wasn't a state there before. Simple things. People don't just stop and think and ask, well, what about this? What about this? So anyhow, um, uh, so when the Jewish people returned and there was a huge uh, uh, tussle uh, over this matter in the United Nations, and the, the United Nations felt very guilty, and, and they should have for the Holocaust, for sitting back and watching and not caring uh, and, and uh, facilitating an environment where, where Hitler could do this to the Jewish people. Um, then what happened was that, that the United Nations got harnessed by the Holy Spirit. Well, how can you say such a thing? Well... In his prophetic word, God says that he's going to do what he's going to do. And he will use people, places, and things to do it. And you know that shouldn't surprise us because it's all his creation. It's all his creation. And what you see in the Bible is he will even use those who are his enemies and those who are against him to accomplish his, uh, his purposes. To accomplish his What's the greatest example of that in the world? Uh, Satan. Satan who is his arch enemy, the enemy of the kingdom of God, the Lord often uses him to accomplish holy things. What's an example of that? Well, the cross. 
the cross. Satan, operating through deceived precious souls in the earth, thought that he had killed the Christ, the Messiah. Yes? It was a satanic scheme. No, no, no. Beyond and above working through all that, it's Abba's plan for God to love the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whatever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. Hallelujah. Right? So that which Satan was working through the hearts of men to try to destroy the kingdom of God, Satan actually expanded the kingdom of God to bring in souls down through time to the present and into the future, into the kingdom of God, that it would expand and one day be taken back at the hands of Satan, trying to kill Jesus at the cross, facilitated the resurrection of Messiah Jesus. Hallelujah. So this Savior then has purchased his uh, property back. He's purchased Abba's property back. Yes, creation stolen at the Garden of Eden, stolen as Satan deceived Adam and Eve, stolen through sin, yet Jesus has overcome And so that is the greatest example of the Lord using his enemies to accomplish his good plans and purposes. And so that's what he's done with Israel. And that's what he did with the United Nations. And and what they did was they agreed to partition off a small little sliver of land, yes, and give it to Israel. And, And so on May 15, 1948, this little sliver of land, all of the countries around rejected it. The United Nations, there was a vote, and actually the vote was cast so that Israel won, yes, and uh, Israel won. The United States voted for Israel, hallelujah, Um, and and, and the United States has been blessed as it blessed Israel now as the United States is a bit schizophrenic and now turning against Israel at the same time while trying to support Israel. then we see great judgments, of course, falling. Uh, that sounds strange to some people. That's that's God's word. His word says, I'll bless those who bless you and I'll curse those who curse you with regard to the descendants of the covenant of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Now, we're, we're going to take a break for just a moment. I'm going to come back in and talk about this passage in Isaiah 66 in just a moment. Uh, but I want to take a few minutes to discuss this ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers. Oh, it's an exciting ministry that is doing great things. And we're seeing the the goodness of the Lord in the earth through this ministry. We're seeing the Lord do great things here in Israel. He's blessing uh, many Israeli believers who are a blessing to many here in Israel and the nations of the world. So the mission statement for blessing Israeli believers is we exist to uniquely bless and empower Israeli followers of Messiah Jesus to be the shining light to Israel and the nations of the world. Hallelujah. So as you financially and prayerfully partner with blessing Israeli believers, you get in on what the Lord is doing here. And you also help keep watch there for in the air as BIB is one of our primary sponsors. Also, I, I'm reminding everyone this Israel tour is coming up soon. Sign up while there's time. Go to blessingisraelibelievers.com. You'll find the Blessing Israeli Believers Feast of Tabernacles Israel Tour there on the internet. There at uh, blessingisraelibelievers.com, BIB's website. So uh, that's my spiel for that stuff. And now back to Isaiah 66. I'm going to read verse 8 again. Who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such things? Shall the earth be made to give birth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? 
for as soon as Zion was in labor, she gave birth to her children. This is the prophecy so far, verse 8, of the physical rebirth of the nation of Israel. And that took place in one day, just according to this Bible verse. Listen, this is a mountaintop Bible verse. This is a mountaintop Bible verse. And so uh, we see here that uh, Israel, it is prophesied in the year, in the 700s B.C. time, that's when Isaiah uh, wrote this, uh, thereabouts, 700s B.C., that he prophesies a physical rebirth of the nation of Israel. And and then I'm going to talk about the spiritual rebirth. We know this is, and, and, and let me bring something else up. This is very important. No nation in the history of the world other than Israel has experienced losing its land to a foreign invader, the people being taken into captivity and or cast around out of that land into other nations, and then later reclaiming that land. The Jewish people did that, reclaiming that land, and then restoring the language, the same kind of finance uh, uh, currency. The shekel is used in Israel today right? It's capital restored Jerusalem. And I can go on and on and on. No nation other than Israel has done that, but Israel's done it not once, but twice. It happened from the, uh, the 700s and then the 586, uh, invasions of Assyria and, uh, and also Babylon invasions and captivity. But now, and, 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 and this, those things took place. They were taken into captivity, cast around the nations, came back, restored the land as, as I mentioned a moment ago. But now it's happened again, just as prophesied, where the Lord says he will scatter them all over the whole earth. And then after we've seen here about 1900 years, Isaiah 66 takes place. Now we know this is the second regathering that's taking place because we're going to read in verse nine in a moment. We see the spiritual rebirth that has never taken place, which we, which is coming very soon, folks. It's coming very soon. Well, how will that come? Well, after the rapture of the church, after the great tribulation, when Messiah Jesus comes to set up the throne of David, to sit on, on, the, on David's throne in Jerusalem and to reign over the universe from Jerusalem. At that time when he returns, the Bible says they will look upon him whom they have pierced and they will mourn and lament for him as, as an only son. See, that's when, that's when the Jewish people will receive Jesus. They'll, they'll receive him. The whole nation of Israel that is alive at that time will say, look, he is our Messiah. We've, oh, we've missed him. Oh, and they will mourn and they will receive Jesus as Lord. Yes. But first off, let's continue in this vein of thought of verse eight. As we were talking historically, as I was talking about historically, uh, the nations around Israel rejected the United Nations uh, uh, resolution to establish Israel as a state. And when the Jewish people saw that flag go up the pole on May 15, 1948, this Bible verse was fulfilled. Folks, that is a mountaintop. That is a mountaintop. And as they did that, Five invading armies surrounding Israel came in. I, I don't know, 55 million Muslims to a handful of Jewish people in comparison. Uh, 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 armies versus um, uh, uh, gerbils on a, re- on a wheel and, and um, things held together with bubble gum. I mean, the weaponry that the nations had versus Israel is just, it's ridiculous. You can look at the ratios of it. Uh, you can find it on the internet. There's many places you can look. Miraculously, Israel won. Why? 
because it was the Lord who birthed Israel in one day. And he gets glory from his word being fulfilled as the nations come against his word. Right? That's what we're seeing today. As the nations are coming against Israel and scoffing at Israel and cursing Israel, one of the ways they did that was with Islam. They said for decades, for decades and decades, Europe said, no, you have to sit under Islam. You have to negotiate with Islam. You have to give that land. Never mind that you say God's giving that land to you. You have to give that land to Islam. And what began to happen? Muslims began to blow up European planes in Europe. They used to, they began blowing up European planes uh, in the Middle East. And, and Muslim terrorism began to be spilled out into Europe. Not much in the United States. Why? Because the United States wasn't pressuring Israel that way. But when the United States jumped in and began to pressure Israel the same way Europe does, the same things began to take place in a big, ugly way in America. Well, now London has their first Muslim mayor. They love Islam so much, they want Israel to sit under it and experience the, the hellish chaos of it. And now gets to, who gets to sit under it? The people of Londonistan. In Arabia. Europe is, is, over, is being consumed by Islam, right? And now, sadly, look what's taking place in America. Now, you, you, listen, the Lord gets glory as the nations come against his word. And, and, and make no mistake about it. The reason the nations come against Israel is they're coming against the God of Israel. And that's what the Bible teaches, folks. The Bible says in Psalm 83 that the nations that surround Israel that want to destroy it is because they hate the God of Israel. Look at Psalm 83 for yourself. Yes. And, and when Jesus, the Lord, comes back, his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives, Zechariah 14 says. Why? To fight against those nations that have come against Israel. Oh, make no mistake about it, folks. The world is coming against the prophetic word of God. And the world is going to lose. Yes. Well, I'm going to show you. I'm going to talk now about the spiritual rebirth of Israel. Because it says in Psalm 66, 8, Who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such things? Shall the earth be made to give birth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion was in labor, she gave birth to her children. But look at verse 9. Shall I bring to the time of birth and not cause delivery, says the Lord? Shall I, who caused delivery, shut up the womb, says your God? Wow. Oh, wow. Look at that. What he's saying in verse 9 is, shall I bring them to a time of physical birth and not bring them to a time of spiritual birth? Shall I cause them just to run a flag up the pole and to become a nation, but they're still lost and going to hell and not saved from their sin and not delivered from their blindness? Oh, no, no, no. No, he who brought them into the birthing room will deliver the, ch- the child. Now, I talk a lot, and you hear, you hear a lot from Bible prophecy teachers about the birth pangs, the birth pangs, the birth pangs. Let's talk for a moment about the baby. Because, because with labor pains comes the birth of the baby. Jesus, our Lord, spoke in the Gospels. Uh, as the disciples were, were lamenting, Uh, about him leaving them they didn't understand still the cross they didn't understand he was going to die at the hands of of the jewish leaders and the the gentile uh, roman military he didn't they didn't know understand yet that he was going to the cross but as he was explaining to them they begin to lament and and he speaks of birth he speaks of the sorrow of labor 
but the joy of the baby being born. And see, the reason so many Christians in the West and even in America and even those listening today aren't anticipating with great joy the birth of Israel is because they don't have the heart of Israel's Messiah, Jesus. Jesus wept over Jerusalem. Sadly, few Christians do. Uh, uh, Our Abba, his prophets, his spirit working through his prophets and through his words says things like this. Oh, that my head was waters and my eyes a fountain of tears that I might weep day and night for Israel. Yeah, Jeremiah 9. And Paul says in Romans 10, Brother, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. You see, that's the heart of Abba Father. But sadly, it's not the heart of many believers in Jesus. But for the ones that it is, oh, we anticipate the baby coming, the birth of Israel at the end of the time of the birth pangs. What's your heart like? The Bible's so clear about those who walk in the prophetic word of God in the plans and purposes of Abba and the joy that floods their life from walking and abiding in Messiah Jesus. Now listen, a lot of Christianity in the West was inherited. A lot of it was inherited and changed down through the years. But if you read your whole Bible once a year, these things I'm telling you, that's what you see. That's what you see. I'm going to go with the Word of God. Yes? Let's make adjustments today. Let's ask Abba. Let's ask Abba to give us hearts for his people and let's be in awe of his prophetic word as Israel goes to celebrate Independence Day in, in which is a, a really a look back at the fulfillment of this Bible verse in Isaiah may we ask the Lord to, that Israel would see independence from their sin and bondage that they might receive Jesus as Lord let's pray oh holy father in heaven in Messiah Yeshua's name our great God and Savior Thank you, Father, for your prophetic word. And thank you that when Israel is born again, the whole world will be born again and Jesus will be sitting on his throne in Jerusalem. Oh, bless, bless, bless your people, Israel. And bless, bless, bless even Israel's enemies and bring them to Messiah Jesus. Your word says that when the nations of the world see Israel worshiping Messiah, that the nations of the world will know that you are the Lord and they will be saved as well. When Israel is born again, so will the nations of the world that come through the tribulation be born again fully as well. And that will be a day. Oh, Lord, please come soon, Lord Jesus. Come soon, Lord Jesus. We bless your holy name. Thank you for your word. For if Isaiah 66 is true, so is the rest of your word. If you can move heaven and earth to rebirth the nation of Israel, What can you do in the lives of our listeners today? Oh, thank you, Father. Bless all of our listeners. In Messiah Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen. Well, I pray that the show has been a blessing to you and and informative and helpful for you. And um, a great way to understand these things even more is to come to Israel on our Blessing Israeli Believers Feast of Tabernacles Israel Tour. Go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com and you can find out how to do that. Also, of course, with uh, the... Uh, ministry, BIB, Blessing Israeli Believers, has brought this program to you today. So I really encourage all of our listeners to go to that website, BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com, and and learn much more. And, And as you financially partner with the ministry, you help keep this program on the air. Now, until we get together next time, don't forget to watch Therefore, Messiah Jesus is coming. Amen. 
Thanks for listening today, and please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv, and mail, watchtherefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus.